0: Welcome to the Brain Health Journey podcast with Brittany and Tish, where we talk about all things ADHD and other brain health related topics. And today we are going to be talking about something that I think is, I don't want to say a brand new term that we are using, but it's something that I have learned recently and I'm seeing more posts about it and it's called ADHD TAPS. And Tish, you were the one that kind of started to tell me about what it was and what the meaning was. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I can go on and on and on about it. But for those that don't know what ADHD tax is, would you like to start by explaining
1: what that is in the ADHD community? Yeah, sure. And as always, I am thrilled to be here with you today, Brittany, talking about this topic, because I think I get get a lot of questions about it. And once we explain it, it kind of makes sense as to what is this ADHD tax? Yeah. So when you think about ADHD tax, it's not an actual tax. Like when you go to get your taxes done on an annual basis, like it's not that at all. It is the extra money that you spend because you're making costly mistakes because of your ADHD symptoms. And those symptoms could be distractibility, um, you know, impulsive, um, inattentive. So those symptoms do play into That ADHD tax—it's just that extra money that you weren't planning on or have budgeted to spend that you have to come up with and spend because you're not paying attention. So right, it adds up quickly. Quickly, quickly adds up. Yes, yes. And honestly, there is so many things that I can talk about with this. It's absolutely ridiculous how much I have spent because of my not paying attention and just being impulsive with my shopping and stuff. And so I don't know if you wanna start with examples of what maybe your ADHD taxes have been, and then I can jump in and tell my story. Yeah,
0: I mean, like you, I could go on and on and on and on about this, but I can just give um, two examples right off the top of my head. And I think many can resonate with this. And that is library fee stacking on top of one another. You know, you keep some books in your house, you forget about it, it adds up. You may think like, oh gosh, I really need to get this back. You know, when I leave to go to the bank, I'm going to take those with me and just drop it off. But then you forget to do that. And all of this just keeps adding up. That used to be a huge problem for me, and it still kind of is. But what is nice now is that our county library, they don't do fees anymore but the way they do it is okay you can't get any more material until you bring back the ones that are due and I'm like oh my gosh that's totally fair that is fair I that's awesome so that's been really helpful since they have done that which I just really appreciate because that stacks up very quickly and then another one that I thought of was You know, I don't talk about this a whole lot, but I do have Crohn's disease and I'm doing a lot better than I did before, but oh my gosh, it was off and on for years. It was all the things and anyone that knows what Crohn's is, you, you know what I mean by everything. So there was a few years where I really wasn't taking care of myself when there was these big ups and downs, flares kind of in and out of the hospital, a lot of pain, a lot of fatigue all of that. And I really just let it go. And I don't know why I did that. I must have thought that it's not as bad as what they are thinking or what I'm thinking, you know, it'll be fine. I can figure it out on my own. And pretty soon it got so bad that yeah, they had to take a part of my intestines out and oh, goodness, there were other parts of the bowel that were pretty much being strangled but not to the point where Strangled by scar tissue, right? But it wasn't to the point where they had to take it out. They wanted to preserve as much as they could, so they had to do stricture plasti.es Where they basically go in and they stretch out those parts of the intestines, and they had to do that in several areas. And it was such an extremely painful uh, surgery. But you know, then you're talking about money, and you're talking about your spouse having to take off work to get you to the hospital, and it's like, oh my gosh, what was I? what was I thinking? Like what, why did I do that to myself? And like I said, I could go on and on and on, but those are two examples I can think of off the top of my head. Um, goodness,
1: I'm sure you can go on and on about this too. (laughs) I definitely could that yours sounds not only financially devastating, but also physically and mentally and emotionally devastating what you went through. I'm so sorry you went through all of that. That's, that's terrible, but I'm happy that you're better now. So Thank goodness. Thank for that. you. Yeah. Yep. Thank, Thank goodness you. for Thank that. Um, so, some of the things that I have done, again, I could go on and on about this, but um, the dentist for me, it definitely is an ADHD tax. So, instead of me going, what, twice a year to get my teeth cleaned and x rayed and all the stuff you're supposed to do for preventative care, I don't do that. And then I'll wait and wait and wait, sometimes years. And I know I have a cavity, I can feel it coming on. And then I'm like, Oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fly- it'll be okay. More time goes on. And then I either have to get a root canal or something has to be done where it costs a ton of money. And I'm like, if I could have just went to the dentist when I should have gone or went to the dentist, as soon as I felt this cavity coming on, this would not have cost me this much money, but I, and I never learned from it. You would think I would learn. I never learned from it. And every single time I'm like, I'm never going to do this again. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm going to go get my preventative care, and I'm not going to end up having to spend this much money on a tooth. I don't listen to myself. I just continue the same cycle of waiting to the last minute until the tooth is just a excruciating pain and, you know, the story. So. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. It's expensive. It is very expensive just because I'm not, I'm just not paying attention. I don't like calling to make the appointment. I don't like you know, the whole thing. So, and root canals I hear are awful. i never
0: had root canal, but I hear
1: that they're pretty awful.
0: Yes. They're not fun.
1: They're definitely not fun to have. I would rather just go get my teeth cleaned and get it taken care of at that point. (laughs) than wait until the tooth needs either be extracted or it needs a root canal on it. So yeah. Yeah. It's a mess. Um, another thing that I have gotten better at, but it was bad for years and years and years and years, um, is not paying attention to the bills that are coming in. I'll get them out of the mailbox, stick them in a drawer for later, out of sight, out of mind, forget about the bills, they're late. And then they're late, and then they're late. So those late fees and all of the things are, are starting to stack up financially on those bills. And not only is it financially stacking up on the bills where you're having to pay extra every month because you have the late fees, but those late fees actually have an effect on your credit score. And if you have a low credit score, if you go to buy a car or get utilities in your name or want to go rent an apartment, and this is just from my experience, you have to pay a pretty hefty deposit because your credit score is not great. And so that again costs more money because I'm not paying attention, I have it out of sight, out of mind, just impulse shopping probably on a credit card, which is probably have has not only late fees, but over the limit fees. And so it's kind of it's just a domino effect when it comes to um me and not paying attention to what I'm spending my money on and when I'm supposed to pay it and You know the whole thing, and so, but thank goodness I have um, gotten better with that. Um, So that's a good thing. One more thing, and I think this is um, this has actually happened recently for me, is forgetting to cancel subscriptions. Oh yeah, have a have a story that is just absolutely it, it could have completely been prevented if I would have just been paying attention to what I was clicking on the remote control. So right. I have Amazon prime and have it on my TV and there would be shows that I wanted to watch, but then I would have to subscribe to a specific either a channel on prime or pay for a, the subscription of, uh, of the show or whatever. So I would just click on it and I would see the message pop up. I just wouldn't read it at all. Yeah. I, I know that this over and over and over again for quite a while. And I don't look at my bank statements. I don't look at my Amazon statements every month. So I just don't look at it. I just pay whatever, you know, I'm supposed to pay. My husband starts to kind of try to get my finances in order and starts to dig and dive in a little bit as to how much do I owe? You know, how much can we get this? Let's get this paid off. He found... That because I had not canceled the subscriptions, I had r- I ran up my credit card $2,000 because I was not paying attention, just clicking around on the buttons on the remote control and not paying attention to the statement. And so thank goodness we were able to call Amazon and get it taken care of, but it was still wow. $2,000 worth of fees and subscriptions that... I wasn't paying attention to. I had no idea I even had them. Right. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. That kind of stuff
0: that adds up so quickly. Exactly. And then when you have those moments, I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, but when this kind of stuff happens, you know, that feeds into the guilt and then you feel bad and, you know, you feel like you're a burden to everyone else, which can lead to like the chronic people pleasing. And I know this isn't about people pleasing, but you know, it is something kind of to think about when we're constantly just like, I don't want to be
1: this way. And I'm so sorry. No, I know. And then when you start to realize that, oh my goodness, I've done this. Yeah. Regardless if it's, I need a root canal or I have ran up my Amazon credit card, $2,000 because I didn't know I had subscriptions or whatever. It's like, You start that RSD starts to kick in a little bit like oh my gosh what if what if they get what if I get rejected because they're like I can't live with someone or I can't be in a relationship with someone who doesn't have her stuff together like she doesn't even know what's coming in or going out of her bank account yeah very it could it could be pretty financially devastating um if you're not paying attention to that especially for credit score gets low um, because then you're going to be paying a ton more for a car or house or whatever it may be. Even if you're eligible to even get it, if your credit score is too low, you won't be able to get it at all. So it really puts you into a, into a bind. So that, that right there is definitely the definition of an ADHD tax.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. The very definition. And I'm sure like anyone that is listening, they're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, and they have their own stories, which oh. maybe something we should like just hear other stories. Like, hey, you know, tell us what's gone on with you and maybe what has helped. Do you have any suggestions or tips? And it's always nice to hear from others on what they are doing because this is hard. This is so extremely hard when it, it comes is. to ADHD. And anyone, like I mean, anyone that I, I hesitate to say this and I want to word it carefully, but kind of like what you were saying about being fearful of being rejected with the RSE. You know, sometimes for the people around you, it. I don't wanna use the word frustrating, but it can be hard on everyone, I guess is
1: my point. Yes, it can impact the entire family, especially if you are the person that has caused a financial burden in the family, um, it can definitely cause a lot of problems and so, It's it's it really is difficult to navigate, I'll tell you. But I will also share some things too that have helped me try to pull myself out of these messes that I've gotten myself into. And I just this is just scratching the surface of some of the ridiculous things that I have done, and and late fees and parking tickets and the whole thing that I've done throughout my life. But when it comes to the bills, um, I have stopped putting things in drawers. And now with technology, I have, you know, automated, you know, bills emailed to my email or automated like bank draft out of my bank. That way I don't even have to look at it really. Um, and I know it's gonna get paid. So that's one thing that I have tried to stop doing is putting it in a place where I can't see it because if I can't see it, it doesn't exist. It's not gonna get paid. There's nothing, it, it, there's nothing to do with it at all. And so that's what, one thing that I've tried to do. Also sticky notes and putting alerts on my calendar. When I do have things coming up that's due um, that may not be on an automated system. That way I don't forget to either pay it or take a look at it. And that's another thing is I've been trying to do better with looking at my bank statements um, to make sure that there aren't crazy charges on there and fees. That shouldn't be there because I was clicking buttons or forgot to put my bank account um, linked to something instead of uh, another credit card. So um, yeah, yeah, those are just a few things. So the out of sight, out of mind thing doesn't work. So put things in sight so you remember to pay them and do them. Dentist appointment reminders, put them on the refrigerator or, or in your alert on your calendar um, or on your phone. So yeah. Right. And thank you for
0: those tips. And I think I would add that, you know, sometimes we just shove things even in one place and don't even think about it. So I think it's a good idea maybe to even like have a, it can be one of those little, I don't know, just something to like set your mail in, like maybe get two of them, all the bills go in one. And then in the other one is everything else. We'll just, we'll just say that everything else goes in there, right? And I know what people, what some people are saying as they're listening, they're like, well, that doesn't work for me. Cause I'll just set it somewhere else and I'll forget about it. Well, sometimes habits, it takes a while to build.
1: It does. So
0: maybe at first you're only going to set like a quarter of your bills or mail in here. Right. But over time, you're going to build that habit. Right. And so at first, it could be just like, okay, 25% of the time you're remembering to do it. And eventually it's going to be half the time you're remembering to do it. And it just takes a while to build those habits. And that's for anyone.
1: It's, so even
0: if you're you forgetting to put one bill in, and you're just thinking like, okay, the all or nothing mindset, you know mm-hmm. what, this isn't working because I forgot to put this one bill in here. It takes a while to build those habits. It does. It really does. Yeah. And I think even the calendar thing you were mentioning, I didn't realize what you could do with the calendar, like in your iPhone. I don't know what is on an Android, but not long ago, I realized what you could do. You could set reminders to go off almost like alarms. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I did not even know about this. And I'm just now figuring it out. And I think that is a lot better for me personally, because everything is in there on Mm -hmm. that phone or even the um, text reminders that you get from appointments and stuff like that. All these reminders that can like come into your phone to just keep sparking that memory, I think can be helpful. And you even mentioned the sticky notes, you know, something I've been doing is, so even though the library, let's say, isn't doing the fees anymore, I was trying to get into the habit of just putting the receipt because they print out this whole receipt of everything that's on there of everything you checked out, you know, just putting it on the fridge where I can see it because the door that we usually go out of to leave, I have to pass the fridge to do that. And so it's going to be this long receipt, like right on the fridge and everything. And yes, there's, there's probably going to be times you're going to walk past and you're not going to see it or you're getting distracted. And you know, that just, that's going to happen. Right. But then maybe half the time, like I said, maybe half the time it actually does work for you.
1: Right. Yeah. I like to call those little um, areas launch pads, honestly, little yeah. launch pads. And I have a couple throughout my house. I have a launch pad for my keys, purse, phone, anything I need to quickly grab and go out the door. If I'm going to an appointment or to work, um, I have a, a launch pad for Bills and things that I need to, and appointments and things that I need to take care of, where it's in, it's open, I can see it, I know it's there. It may take me a little while to get to, and I may procrastinate and I'll, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, but at least I can see it and I know it's there. So,
0: um, right, it's helped
1: a lot too. So,
0: and I still love uh, the concept of body doubling, like if there's someone that you can work with that is kind of struggling with the same thing. And they're like, I just can't sit down and and do it. I know I need to do it. I know I need to do this or write things down, put stuff in my phone or put stuff on the fridge, whatever. Like I just, you know, I can't seem to do it. The body doubling, there is something to it. Like even just take 15 minutes a week, you know, like, okay, I got this, let's get this in the phone or written down or whatever it may be. And it's almost like kind of holding
1: each other accountable. That is, that's a great idea to have someone there. You're both on the same mission of, all right, let's take the list of stuff we need to either pay or put in our calendar and let's just knock it out and get it done together and hold each other, hold each other accountable. So that's a great idea. Honestly, that's a really good idea.
0: And to even put it in the spot, let's say that you're a person that is like, you know what, I don't want stuff in my phone. That's not my thing. I, I prefer to write it down, but I'm always losing it. Okay. So when you are body doubling or working with a friend or family member, at, you know, at the end, you know, okay, this is the spot I'm going to keep it at. This is, this is it. And while you're doing your thing together, you're going to make sure that you go and do that. And you're yes. even talk to your friend or family member back and forth. Like, okay, did you set it here? Is this where it's going to be? Is this the spot? And did you put it at the
1: spot? Okay. Yes, it is here. And this is where it's staying. Yeah. That is such a good idea. I'm going to have to do that. Actually. I'm going to have to try Me too. that. Yeah. I've been wanting to talk to you about that actually. Well, so I'm glad each brought- other's body Up, Maybe we should do it together because I need somebody to stay on me about stuff because if I don't between the procrastination and the everything else and just not paying attention and waiting to the last minute to do everything and under the sun and the time blindness yeah it's um it's it can be very challenging so
0: it definitely is it is well tish this was a great podcast episode to discuss this with you because I know that the vast majority of us are struggling with this, and I'm not going to pretend that I don't still struggle with it. I don't have all the answers. I know I've made improvements, and you have too, but we have definitely gone through our thing, and hopefully some questions have helped too.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Brittany. This is such an important topic, and um, it's always so amazing to be able to talk to you about this stuff, because we know how it feels, and we hope that our stories and our journey and our challenges can help other people too, um, along with their journey. So um, yeah. until next week and until next episode, I'll talk to you then. Yep. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Tish. Thank you so much.